Hello, America. It's been a while. This is Russian Embassy presenting you another issue of its weekly newsletter podcast, edition number 150. Statement by President of Russia Vladimir Putin on Russia's proposal to convene meeting of heads of state of UN Security Council, permanent members with participation of heads of Germany and Iran. Vladimir Putin. Debates around the Iranian issue within the UN Security Council are becoming increasingly strained. Tensions are running high. Iran faces groundless accusations. Resolutions are being drafted with a view to dismantling decisions that had been unanimously adopted by the Security Council. Russia maintains its unwavering commitment to the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action on Iran's nuclear program. Its approval in 2015 was a landmark political and diplomatic achievement that helped fend off the threat of an armed conflict and reinforced nuclear non-proliferation. In 2019, Russia presented an updated version of its collective security concept for the Persian Gulf region, outlining concrete and effective paths to uh, unraveling the tangle of concerns in this region. We strongly believe that these problems can be overcome if we treat each other's positions with due attention and responsibility, while acting respectfully and in a collective spirit. Like anywhere else in the world, there is no place for blackmail or dictate in this region, no matter the source. Unilateral approaches will not help bring about solutions. It is essential that the positive experience gained earlier through intensive effort is maintained when building an inclusive security architecture in the Persian Gulf. Accordingly, we proposed convening an online meeting of the heads of state of the permanent members of the UN Security Council, with the participation of the heads of Germany and Iran, as soon as possible, in order to outline steps that can prevent confrontation or a spike in tensions within the UN Security Council. It is important to secure collective support for the implementation of UN Security Council Resolution 2231 that sets forth an international legal framework for the execution of the JCPOA. During this leaders' meeting, we propose agreeing on parameters for joint efforts to facilitate the emergence of reliable mechanisms in the Persian Gulf region for ensuring security and confidence building. This can be achieved if our countries and the regional states combine their political will and creative energy. We call on our partners to carefully consider this proposal. Otherwise, we could see the further escalation of tension and an increased risk of conflict. This must be avoided. Russia is open to working constructively with anyone interested in taking the situation back from the dangerous brink. This is an urgent matter. Should the leaders agree in principle to have this conversation, we propose that the foreign ministers of the seven countries agree on the meeting agenda, make the necessary arrangements and schedule a video summit. Lavrov Pompeo spoke on phone. Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov and U.S. Secretary of State Michael Pompeo have discussed Russian President Vladimir Putin's initiative to organize a summit of the leaders of the five United Nations Security Council permanent members, Germany and Iran on security in the Gulf region, the Russian Foreign Minister said on Sunday after their telephone conversation. According to the ministry, the Russian side reiterated its support to United Nations Security Council Resolution 2231 that created a legal basis for the implementation of the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action on the settlement of around the Iranian nuclear program. 
Lavrov stressed that the signing of this agreement back in 2015 was a major political and diplomatic achievement geared to enhance the nuclear non-proliferation regime and regional security in the Middle East. The sites also discussed a schedule of bilateral contacts for the immediate perspective. The world's first coronavirus vaccine is registered in Russia. During the meeting with government members on August 11, the president of Russia announced the first COVID-19 vaccine being registered in our country. Vladimir Putin said the following. We have the first COVID-19 vaccine registration. I know this vaccine, as you have said, is based on adenoviral vectors, but I think its advantage is that it is based on human adenoviral vectors. It works more precisely and forms stable antibody and cellular immunity. I know this very well, too, because one of my daughters has got this vaccination. I think that this is a sense that she has taken part in the experiment. After the first shot, she had a fever of... Uh, 38 degrees, but the next day it went down to just over 37, and that was it. After the second shot, her temperature went up a little, but came down again. She feels well, and the titters are high. I know that many people have no symptoms of fever after the shot. In fact, they feel if nothing happened. The main thing is to ensure unconditional safety and effectiveness of this vaccine in the future. I hope this will happen. I would like to congratulate academician Ginsburg and all these colleagues who worked on this vaccine and succeeded. I know that work on similar vaccines uh, continues in Russia and other institutions. I wish success to all experts. We have to be grateful to those who have taken this first very important step, very important for Russia and for the entire world. I hope that soon we will be able to launch mass production. It is very important of this perpetration, so that everyone who wants, of course it must be voluntary, as I have said many times, can benefit from our scientist innovations and achievements. Meet Sputnik V, the new Russian COVID-19 vaccine. After trials on two groups of volunteers, Russia's Gamaliel Research Center announced it has created the first vaccine against COVID-19. According to Russian Health Minister Mikhail Murashkar, the first batch of the drug, known as Sputnik V, will be produced in two weeks and delivered for voluntary vaccination in Russian hospitals. The vaccine is two-component treatment based on the human adenovirus, which according to scientists makes people develop immunity to the virus for at least two years. Russian officials have said that the country is capable of producing 500 million doses of the vaccine in the next 12 months, with production expected to be conducted abroad as well and clinical trials set to start soon in the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia and the Philippines. The Russian health ministry said that the Gamalia vaccine's two-stage plan can provide immunity to the coronavirus disease for up to two years. According to health minister Mikhail Murashka, the vaccine will be produced by the Gamalia Center and Sistema Binafarm. <laughs> International Military and Technical Forum, Army 2020 in August, the 6th Army 2020 International Military and Technical Forum will be held, which will bring together not only experts in the field of armaments, but also everyone who is interested in high-tech developments of the domestic defense industry. A large-scale demonstration of the achievements of the military-industrial complex contributes to the technical re-equipment of the armed forces, strengthening the position of our country in the international arms market and strengthening the image of the Russian army. As always, we are preparing a rich demonstration, scientific, business and cultural programs which will be held in Cong uh, Congress and Exhibition Center at 
and Patriot Park in all military districts in the Northern Fleet. We will pay special attention to the thematic Victory Exhibition, the Specialized Day of Innovation Exhibition and the Aviation Cluster. In particular, a unique program of countering unmanned aerial vehicles will be shown at the Ashuluk Training Ground. This year it will be held simultaneously with International Army Games. The impression of a dynamic demonstration of technology will be enhanced by the excitement of team rivalry. The level of representation of foreign delegations will increase. The opportunities for official negotiations and meetings will expand. The number of fans will grow both in our country and abroad. Spend your weekend in the IQ board. Aurora Robotics, Russian resign-based innovative company, has launched the IQ Bot project, unmanned recreational swimming vehicle, ideal for a barbecue, birthday picnic, or our beautiful Central Park pond, available for every citizen and city guest. IQ Bot is an unmanned recreational swimming vehicle of small displacement. The concept of the project involves the organization of the autonomous movement of recreational swimming facilities in closed reservoirs. The project can be adapted and be the basis for new directions in the entertainment and restaurant businesses. IQBot includes a floating platform management system with electric drive and docking model for charging, as well as a central dispatch system. The project is promising for cities with developed tourism and popular entertainment areas on the water. Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov interview with Argumenty and Facty newspaper uh, Moscow, August 12, 2020. Question. Will the Nuclear 5 summit be held? It was rumored that the event would be timed to coincide with the 75th anniversary of the United Nations. Does this mean that the meeting might take place no later than October 24? Sergei Lavrov. The initiative to organize a meeting of the heads of state of the five permanent members of the UN Security Council, Russia, China, the United States, France and the United Kingdom, was announced by President Vladimir Putin as he was addressing the remembering the Holocaust, finding anti-Semitism International Forum in Jerusalem on January 23. The president stressed that the summit would play a special role in the context of a search for collective answers to modern challenges and would demonstrate loyalty to the spirit of alliance and ideals which our ancestors fought for during the World War II. The initiative was supported by all the Security Council partners. Currently, uh, work is in progress on aspects of the upcoming event. No specific date has been set. The 75th anniversary of the United Nations is certainly an important landmark for us, especially as its establishment became possible as a result of the great victory, whose anniversary we are celebrating this year as well. I must stress in this context uh, that we are focused in particular on obtaining a concrete result rather than seeking to hold the meeting as soon as possible. After all, the summit will make it possible, based on the solid ground of the UN Charter, to launch a serious and direct conversation between leaders on principles of international collaboration and ways of addressing the gravest problems of humanity. Hopefully, it will also enable us to coordinate common rules of conduct, including with an eye to preserving global peace and preventing a large-scale military conflict. I am confident that mapping out the path towards the normalization of international relations and setting a good example of collective leadership is of particular importance against the background of the dislocations developing in the global system. Dislocations fraught with the most unpredictable consequences. Mm 
Russian Emergencies Ministry Group in Lebanon. Doctors of the Russian Emergencies Ministry's Air Mobile Hospital in Beirut have received more than 500 patients since the beginning of its work on August 6, according to Chief of the Ministry's Task Force in Lebanon, Sergei Vransov. The hospital has received more than 500 people. The laboratory of Rospotrebnadzor has conducted more than 419 coronavirus tests. The Emergencies Ministry of Psychologists have provided assistance to uh, 52 people, including 13 children. The model of Kursk submarine joins Philadelphia Museum Exposition. On behalf of the Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu, the model of Kursk submarine was presented to the Museum of St. Andrew's Russian Orthodox Cathedral in Philadelphia. A solemn ceremony was conducted with the participation of the Russian Embassy DCM Sergei Koshlev, Russian Naval and Defense Attaches in the USA, and members of the US-Russia Joint Commission on POWMIS. Vitus Bering Birthday On August 12, 1681, Russian explorer of Danish birth Vitus Bering was born. Bering became the man who carried out one of the last orders of the Tsar Peter the Great. Shortly before his death, in January uh, 1725, Peter wrote a secret instruction whereby Bering was to discover a strait between Asia and North America, and then go down along the North American coast to the south. Bering, who was born in Denmark, served in the Russian Navy from its inception in 1703, and in 1725 he was already a first-rank captain. His expedition became the first scientific sea expedition in Russia. In 1725-1727, having arrived in Kamchatka by land, Bering and his crew sailed through the Bering Strait and reached the Chukchi Sea, showing that Asia and America were not connected by land. That expedition discovered the northeast coast of Asia, but it never reached America. Peter's will was finally fulfilled in uh, 1741, when Captain Bering, who was uh, 16 at the time, reached American shores. That also became his last achievement. On the way back, in harsh winter conditions, Bering died on an island, which was later named after him. His remains were found and identified only in the 1990s. That's all for today, thank you for tuning in, and see you later next week. Thank you.